just between us girls. Just between us girls. Taylor, I may need to hire Humble Pie. We need to find where the leaks are coming from. And we're going to hire Plumber <laughs> Humble Pie. Plum, plumber Pie. Plumber, plumber Pie. Plumber Pie. <laughs> to find out who is leaking this show. You know what I found out, Taylor? I didn't even pay attention. Mm-hmm. I went somewhere on Monday or something like that, or Sunday, and I opened mm-hmm. my podcast feed, and it was an episode. What? Yeah. Someone? What? Yeah, like Oprah going, what? by the way, those Oprah memes of her going, what? What? <laughs> I laugh at every single one. My favorite one. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you I've only ever seen the one where she's got her hands up. No, and no, she's, no. She's looking away. Uh, no. There's one where it's the video of her going, what? What? Right? My favorite, there's a million of those, right? But my favorite one is um, me in, in like fifth grade when the people asked if I was gay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and her going, what? What? <laughs> That's my favorite one. But I love, I, every one I laugh so hard at any of those. Mm. But uh, Taylor, it's been a week since you and I had a very private <laughs> conversation. What? That, that's an understatement. It's oh, been a week. What happened? Work is work is insane right now. Literally and figuratively, work yeah. is insane right now. Yeah. It's we we are starting to see I was talking with my therapist about this mm-hmm. and we are starting to see the second wave of the pandemic, only this is mental health stuff. The mental health stuff is starting. Yeah. With I think between people just I I think it's personally people realizing that we're getting ready to go back to some semblance some semblance of normalcy. Yeah. And people are starting to freak out. Yeah. Cuz that seems to be like kind of what I'm seeing now. And when I talked to my therapist about it Wednesday and he was like, "Oh, yeah, like people that don't normally reach out to me, sending me text clients sending me text messages going, "Yeah, can you fit me in or yeah. I I need to talk to you right now. I'm freaking out." kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and I wonder and not I'm not trying to disparage your great state or anything like that, but I wonder if a lot of it is very, like, I agree with you. I've seen that, too. But, like, um, I wonder how much more difficult it is for people in Florida or Arkansas, where, for instance, you know, I am in Southern California, and I have even, I'm getting vaccinated on a Monday, all right? Uh-huh. And, but even after I'm fully vaccinated, for the foreseeable future, I can't see an end to this. I'm going to still wear a mask when I go out in yeah. public, right? But here in Southern California, where I live and where I go, that wouldn't be a problem. People would just be like, they may not choose to do it, but they wouldn't spit at me or call me a, a sheep or anything like that. Uh-huh. How much of that do you think is in Florida? Like, there is a thing, maybe they're not ready for that, but they realize there will be some sort of societal pressure to not wear a mask. Uh, well, uh, Babalu and I talked about this last night about mm-hmm. the idea of, you know, he he got his first vaccination on Tuesday. Okay. And I have told him the day he gets the second vaccination, I'm buying a plane ticket to go to Philly mm-hmm. to see my family. Yeah. Out of respect for him, mm-hmm. you know, for the last year, I've only traveled once. And that was under extreme anxiety on his part. And that was early on in all of this. That was in Mm -hmm. like May or June. Um, And we talked about the idea of like, well, you're probably going to have to wear a mask on the, even though you're vaccinated, you're going to have to wear a mask on the plane. I'm like, I know. I said, I have no problem with that. And I have no problem with anybody. You know, somebody decided to yell at me or say something at me. That's fuck off. That's, you know, you're an idiot. 
at I this point. I, I don't, I really, I'm, I'm being honest here. I'm trying to understand. I don't get the mask stuff. Like, I actually, because of the variants, when I'm out in public, like when I go into a store or anything like that, I double mask. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's the big fucking deal? Like, I don't understand what the big fucking deal is. Um, uh, Adam Burns, our friend, on, on yeah. Throwing Down was talking about how, or maybe it might have been his own show, his mom, when they were on their vacation together, was like, huh, huh, like, I can't breathe. And like, and doing all the, you know, histrionics about wearing the mask. Right. And I'm like, calm down. I don't know what your problem is. Well, I think that this is, uh, you know, one thing that I say a lot with clients is everything we do and everything in our life that affects our lives is all about control mm -hmm. and what we can control and what we can't control. And when you have somebody telling you you have to do something, none of us necessarily like it, you know, when we have to pay taxes, when we have to, you know, follow the rules of the road, when we have to do all these different things, but we've just kind of gotten used to it because it's, but we have, we feel like we have an option, you mm -hmm. know, you cannot pay taxes, but <laughs> mm -hmm. eventually that's going to come back to bite in the ass. When mm -hmm. you have something where it's affecting your personal body mm -hmm. and your ability to go out and do things, and it is this very real reflection of society, and it's something where you have to kind of put it on in all of these stores, I think people are just, they are more affected by that. It's not necessarily an actual physical, I can't breathe. It's in a physical manifestation of an emotional response. And I have somebody in my life who um you know who gets very where she says you know i can only be in a store for about 20 minutes before i have to go into the bathroom and i have to you know i have to like you know rip the mask off for a couple of minutes to protect you know so i can get some air before i go back in and that sort of thing and i'm you know i just kind of go then get a lighter mask you know if, if the you know i have very i have masks of varying thickness mm -hmm. and i definitely have ones that i don't like to wear because they are you know i live in florida i live in a humid state there are masks that when you put them on you're like this is a little it's not even so much that it's difficult to breathe it's just it's it's just uncomfortable it's hot but then i found other masks that work for me so that's you know i did have an n95 mask for a while and uh those are difficult you know <laughs> Yeah, I'm supposed to wear an N95 mask when I'm with clients, but the only ones they had were mediums, and I guess my head is a large, and the one time I – shut up. The one time that I wore it, I could, like, hear my heartbeat. I could feel my heartbeat in my head, and I had a huge headache afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I just wear the procedural masks, and when clients come in – I'm also supposed to have the, the plastic visor on, mm -hmm. but – I, I, I sound like Darth Vader when I'm talking to them with that yeah. thing on because it just echoes all the way through it. So I they just sit like 10 feet away from me. My I have a I have a nice size office and they sit in one corner and I sit in the other. Mm -hmm. um, but it's going to be weird because some of my clients are getting vaccinated and I thought about is this are or are not are okay. I have some clients that are not going to get vaccinated. I have some clients that I'm surprised how anti vaccine they are at this point and that they are very much reading a lot of the bullet points. It's a, it's a lot of the folks that spend a lot of time on Facebook and like mm -hmm. different groups yeah. and stuff. And instead what, of listening to the science of it. Yeah. Which um, is funny because your clients for the most part are the kind of people who would need this vaccine. Correct. Yes. They're, they're, all of my clients, oh. I, I all anybody that I work with, if I'm working with a client, they are HIV positive. Yeah. So they, and, and they can at this point, go to the front of the line. We don't have, you know, where 
anybody can go to get a vaccine yet. We are mm-hmm. still very much of that. The only reason the Babalu could get it is because he's diabetic. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, you know, the general population can't necessarily get this. So I've said to clients, if you have the opportunity to get a vaccine, get a vaccine now, because once things open up, you know, May 1st, like, you know, they're talking about with the press conference the other night, you know, it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be harder just because the lines are going to be hard longer to get in. But then I think we're also going to see that's really when you're going to see people saying, no, I'm not getting the vaccine. And that's, I think, going to unfortunately be politicized like masks are. It's so funny because my friend Mercedes and, and people might have judgments about this and whatnot. She just got her first shot on Thursday. Now, she, in theory, shouldn't uh, be eligible for the vaccine here in California, but um Maybe I shouldn't have said her name. Well, who cares? Just between us girls. No one's going to hear this. No one's going to hear this. No one's going to hear this. But she heard from a nurse friend of hers who works in a more um, rural part of the state mm-hmm. that this clinic that she was at was literally throwing away every day vaccines because they're anti-vax and they have to open up so many for the ones who are getting it. And she told her, say, sign up. Because we will be happy because it's better than throwing it away. Because And Mercedes said even when she went and she took a friend, they still threw away a bunch of vaccines. I mean, throwing, literally throwing them away, wasting, just yeah. gone. Because people are just so anti-vax, they don't want it in this area, part of town. So, um, yeah, it's 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 really, really cuckoo. Now, by the way, on lighter notes, I have some things to talk about. <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't mean to take it to the, no, it's you right. know, the serious place right away. But. You know, like Aiden and I have been um, recommending – we've been doing this thing where we watch movies simultaneously. Okay, well, Not maybe not the same mm-hmm. movie, but uh, so I assign him a movie, he assigns me a movie. Mm-hmm. And for a couple of weeks, he's been wanting, I want a good cry. Now, I don't like crying. In, 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 at all. So I don't really like sad movies. I'm not going to watch mm-hmm. Marley and Me. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> but, uh, but he's like, I want to cry, I want to cry. So one of the first movies I recommended to him, because this is a movie that always makes me cry, is the 1959 Douglas Sirk film, Imitation of Life. Yes. He watched it. He loved it. He didn't cry. He said he got misty-eyed, but he wanted a good cry. And then I tried uh, something else. I don't remember what it was. And he was like, man, didn't really cry. Right? So then I went, I don't know what. I was flicking through something. And then Steel Magnolias came across my way. I'm like, oh, <laughs> motherfucker. You want to cry? Yeah. You want to cry, bitch? Here yeah, you You want to cry? All right. Here we go. So I go, oh, Steel Magnolias. And he's like, what is that? And I go, oh, you'll like it. It's uh, it's uh, all the gay icons are in it. You're gonna like it. He's like, okay. He's like, will I cry? And I go, oh, get the motherfucking tissue box, right? <laughs> and he's like, okay. He calls me at a certain point. Can't breathe. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> what, what, what did you do to me? I can't. I can't. <laughs> he goes. I, 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 I can't, I can't finish it. I can't, it's too much. I can't finish it. I go, how much, I go, how much longer do you have left in the movie? Four minutes? <laughs> I go, just finish the fucking movie. It's four minutes. I, I can't, I can't, it's too much. And I go, just finish it. And he finished it. Love uh-huh. the movie. It was, it's but now he said it's too emotional for him. Um, 
And so he's been asking me, but he loved it. Uh, he doesn't know if he has the emotional strength to watch it again. Um, but, uh, he's been Once asking. You get past the first cry. <clears throat> that's, that's one that, I mean, we, I remember sitting and watching that with a group of friends and us all crying when we watched it. But now when I watch it, I don't. Now, now it's almost like where you realize it's, the movie is borderline camp. I mean, as borderline. Just, it's, it's, it's just so <laughs> melodramatic. Yeah. So that it's, it's, you know, th- th- there are movies that, I still cry every time I watch them that st- still have that book. Steel Magnolias is not necessarily one. Taylor. I think because there's so much comedy in Steel Magnolias that there isn't in some of the other movies. Taylor, Mercedes and Aiden were talking about it yesterday and they both started crying. <laughs> I have movies like that too. Mercedes was reenacting Sally Field walking down the hallway, stomping down the hallway. Uh, <laughs> You know, and they started crying. Sally Field stomping down the hallway. I don't remember the movie is... that well. So he about stomping down the hallway and like, uh, telling like yelling at Julie Roberts to like live. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't oh, remember. Open. <laughs> open your eyes, Shelby. Yeah, open, open oh, your eyes. Yeah. He wants you to open your eyes. You got to open your eyes. Just open your eyes. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> and so for the past week or so since. Aiden's watched the film. He's been bugging me if I've talked to you about him watching the film, his, his visceral reaction to said film, and want to know what your where thoughts were on that. Well, I guess my first question is why was he looking for a film to cry to? I guess that's kind of my where my oh. that was kind of where my first he, yeah, question he, is. He he'd had a, a rough couple of weeks at work, and he wants some sort of catharsis. He just needed a release. Yeah. He just needed that emotional release. Okay. All right. Well, then that makes sense. I think that you're watching gay icons, definitely Mm -hmm. gay icons, strong women. And Julia Roberts, like, first real big – she was the only one out of all of them nominated for an Academy Award. Mm -hmm. No one else was nominated for an Academy Award movie for that movie except for Julia Roberts. You would think Sally Field would have been. uh, I – Sally Field is probably one of my favorite actresses of all time. Mm-hmm. Sally Field only like plays like three roles. <laughs> I mean, she only really kind of has like three like don't they styles. all? So yeah, but in particular, you could kind of fit the the his- histrionics that she does in this one in any of her other movies, and it's kind well, of the same. Well, same Aiden thing. didn't know who she was. He's like, whoever played the mom, I love her. And he goes, I go, you understand? She's like America's sweetheart. Like you have to understand? Yes. Like this is like. She was born for this role. Like this is like, yes. Wait, wait. Okay, so if he doesn't know who Sally, does that mean that Aiden has never seen Soap Dish? Oh, that's a good one for. He's never seen Soap Dish. No. I mean, you're talking about like gay iconic movies. Soap Dish. Mm-hmm. Is, that is camp. That is not that that. But that like goes full force into camp. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that having those movies, having that movies, those movies in your arsenal, that if you need a good cry, um, you know. When I was like, when I was younger, when I was Aiden Aids, I mean, I definitely that was a sad movie to me. But I think that that's also something where you don't necessarily, at least then, you didn't see movies where young people died. Mm-hmm. You know, where it was where where it was mostly it was uh, uh, young people died of a disease. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like if if they died like in war, they died like you know with some like it's like an action movie or something. But it was a young woman who was just starting her life. 
you know, was a, a, a raising a child and all of the stuff that goes along with that. It, 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 it is very sad. You know, I mean, when I was younger, the movie Terms of Endearment, the the end of Terms of Endearment still kills me mm-hmm. just because that 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 last scene, the, not the last scene, but the, that and that is a movie that has uh, Shirley MacLaine in it as well. That is that is a that is a gut wrenching scene to watch the death scene in that mm-hmm. um, at the giver the shot. No, not no. The giver the shot that happens not long before that. There, no. There's there's several scenes in that movie. There's the scene where, oh god, I just saw the other one. There, there's the one where Deborah Winger says goodbye to her kids. Okay, that that is one that now, as a adult, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm not a father mm-hmm. per se. I'm not a parent, but watching that and having worked in hospice for 15 years, yeah, that is definitely one that now I can relate to that. And that one kills me. But the but the the scene where Deborah, Win- spoiler alert for a movie that's almost forty years old. When Deborah Winger actually dies in the movie, and where she's looking, it's where where, where Shirley MacLaine pretty much nods at her to, to go, kind of thing. Is just that is that's 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 a masterclass in acting, which just because they never show her actually dying, it is all Shirley MacLaine's face, mm-hmm. and you can see exactly what's happening through the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a sad cry, and then a happy cry would be the end of The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Is one that whoa 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 are you crying? Whoa, okay, no. All of a sudden, just the, the image of the field with the with the with the the fabric floating in the fl- where, where the fabric is waving in the wind. All of a sudden, I got I got a mental picture of that, and it made me like a little like oh okay. So that's a great that's a great one. And we don't speak of Toy Story three. <laughs> Toy Toy Story three is one that no. Toy Toy Story three and Inside Out are two that are I. Inside Out, in particular, I cannot get the gun far enough in my mouth. Well, you know what's so funny is when I when I I, I just saw Inside Out recently for the first time. It was one of my movies with uh, Aiden, and Mm -hmm. um, I was crying, and he was asking about it, and I was telling him the one. This is shows an age difference that I was crying on a detail. Why are you crying about this? And I'm like, I go, I'm not even crying for the girl. I'm crying for how frustrating it must be for the parents that their daughter is sad and they don't know how to fix it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, that's, that's definitely, that, 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 that's not the part that kills me, but the, the, speaking the of but Toy I Sto- can see where that would be it too. Speaking of Toy Story 3, did you, have you ever, I mean, so it's so popular, but have you ever seen that meme? I don't want to call it a meme, but that video that that guy made where he pranked his mom. Have you seen this? The, with the to- I've seen the thing with the cats. No, no, no. With, with Toy Story Three, no. oh, he recut Toy. All he did was, you know, when they're going into the fire, uh huh. And then after that scene, he just cuts to the credits. The mom's watching it, <laughs> <laughs> and she freaks out. Oh, can someone post that video in Discord so Taylor can watch it later? <laughs> I would. I I definitely think I would see that because I I knew everybody was talking about how Toy Story Three was like grown men walking out of their weeping kind of thing but mm-hmm. i didn't know how it ended so that scene where they're all going into the fire but that's why i kind of looked at <laughs> babaloo and was like is this how they're fucking ending the, yeah. the, this is why everybody's crying but um yeah no that one as someone who who loved his toys when he was little <laughs> that is definitely that well, that was a that was a that was a rough when he one. was little 
Uh, no, now, now I just like different toys. So the other story I was going to tell you, I forgot to tell this story. I, it's so funny. People are probably speaking of that, you know, ending I was talking about is um, is on throwing down, I set up a story and never finished it. Okay. Which is, so we had, we got to make this recipe, you know, for throwing down. Mm-hmm. And so... The other day I was talking to some friend, I don't know who it was, maybe it was Aiden, I don't know if it was Adam Vaughn, I don't know, I was talking to somebody. And I go, alright, I gotta go, I gotta go over to the local Sprouts, and specifically Sprouts, because, um, Sprouts, do you have, you don't think you have Sprouts in Florida, do you? It's basically, no, but I've heard of them. Yeah, it's just like a, uh, they, a brilliant idea, like, why don't we do Whole Foods, but like one level down, so it's not as expensive, you know? Right. It's like the feel of Whole Foods, but not the prices. Okay. So... Um, they, what I like is they have a spice bin so that like, if you need a certain spice, you can just get a tablespoon and not the whole fucking jar. Okay. And I needed to buy spice that I never use. And so I just want a tablespoon. So I want to go specifically to Sprouts. So I go, I got to go to Sprouts, get this, this, and that, and that. And I go downstairs and, um, I go, Hey, I'm going to go to my parents are downstairs. I go, I'm going to go to the Sprouts and buy the ingredients. And I, okay, uh, hold on. I didn't say hold on, but I don't know why. I was just lingering, talking to my dad. My mom's like, and my mom tells my dad, because they ignore me all the time. She said Channel 7. And my dad's like, okay, hold on. And he puts it on Channel 7. And, I, and it's an armed standoff. You know, they've been a long car chase. And now the mm-hmm. car has stopped. And the cops are now... Arms, guns drawn, mm-hmm. you know, on this car. And I go, what? And I look. It's in front of the Sprouts. I was going to say it has to be in front of the Sprouts. <laughs> and I go, I have to go to Sprouts. And they're like, no, you don't. And I go, no, yes, I do. I love how the answer is just go to another fucking supermarket and just buy the whole goddamn jar of that spice. But right. cheap ass Joe. So, but now, of course, but now also I'm riveted that this place a mile from my house is now an arm standoff on a local news. Okay? Right. It's also in front of the McDonald's I just went to today, actually, that I go to all the time. So now I'm watching it and I go, I gotta fucking go to Sprouts. I go, what, this, what am I gonna do? And then I go, I see people walking around. Right? <laughs> So I go, wait a minute. I go, there are people walking around. I go, I'm going. No, don't go. You're going to get killed. Right? I'm like, no, I'm not. There are people, they wouldn't let people walk around if they didn't get killed. So I drove over to the Sprouts. And uh, I Are go, you serious? Yeah, I'll send you a video. I, I took a video. I sent to Carlo of me at the arm standoff. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and I went to the Sprouts and I got, by the way, it was wonderful. It was empty. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't imagine why. Yeah, no one was there. No employees. No the employees were there, but they were like, we wanted to <laughs> they go were all home. locked in the break room. Yeah, they were like, we want to go home. Looking through the little panel of glass at you yeah. with the wires to keep people from that. Yeah, I was like, knocking on You have to leave. Yeah. I was like, Can I need to talk. Turmeric is. Yeah. Um, You're so, out of bags. I need a bag for my turmeric. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Can I get some uh, tuna salad, please? <laughs> The, the, the they're just watching the TV and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I will say so. It was still going on when I left. How often do those things happen? 
it always seems it always seems like you know as much as people give shit about florida mm-hmm. california it seems like anytime there are those ch- chases like everything stops mm-hmm. and there's a like a high speed chase that's on on the news at least that's you know in my head that's what happens how often does the news cut into a high speed chase you know on tv i don't know i don't i, don't, I, I think it's a lot I uh-huh. don't. Well, you understand there are a lot of freeways and roads here in California, and crazy people. So I think it happens a lot. But um, uh, you know, um, I don't usually watch local news. I mean, the only reason I watch it is because my parents were called because it happened right by our house. Uh-huh. So uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it happens a lot. Um, but yeah. So it, so anyway, it, it got resolved much later after I left. I was already eating my dinner. And uh, it was a, a mo- but what was sad about it was like there was a. Did kid your parents involved. eat the dinner with you? No, they won't eat that. No, no, no. no I was no. going to say. By the way, it was it, the dinner was a fail. Uh, it was awful. Do you know what the secret ingredient is with this? Danger. Yeah, <laughs> I put myself in danger for the spices for this. Well, it, I was actually very surprised, maybe because they're so used to it for all the uh, all of the high speed chases. It was so. That's what I was trying to tell my dad when I called him from there. Everything was so contained. So mm. where it was, I mean, you couldn't – I could actually really walk up very close to it, but I didn't. Um, but the, <laughs> mostly because I was lazy. But uh, – and it was cold. I didn't bring a sweatshirt. But um, – Oh, my God. Yeah. It's true. The desensitization of our country is yeah, terrifying. But, but it's so – it was so uh, contained. I would say it was contained within a few hundred feet. And so they – yeah, business was going on as usual. I'm telling you but right was the, there. Was the guy in, still in the car? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they had SWAT and everything there. And they weren't – like, we have occasionally – we've had situations where we've heard helicopters because I live right – I live in a nice neighborhood, but you go over a couple of blocks and it's not great. And years ago, when we first bought the house, we went out into our backyard, which is completely fenced in, and there were, like, helicopters with spotlights going over everybody's – like backyard and everything. Mm-hmm. And they had people going up and down the street saying, go back in your home. We've released the dogs. Oh my God. So we were sort of like, where my ex and I looked at each other and went, oh, going in the house. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> Just no, no, sort of no, Locking no. everything down. Yeah. I, 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 I want to go watched, down there. I've watched, uh, cops, uh, wrestle a hooker to the ground about two, two front yards down from mine. Oh, that was really? Fun. Yeah. Where my ex was telling me to get in the house. Cause I was hiding, but I was hiding behind a big Oak tree watching it. Cause it was happening at night doing like the meme of like the guy in the yellow suit where he's rubbing his hands and he's like, look at his legs. <laughs> I was sort of watching. Cause it was like, Oh my God, it's like a live episode of cops right yeah. in front of my house. Uh, the only closest thing to it was up the street, the next street over and like six houses down. Uh, there was a raid, which is funny. Cause there's no crime in this neighborhood. And this actually makes sense when I tell you what it was. They did a raid, not because of drugs, not because of uh, anything. It was a um, it was a a Chinese uh, like anchor baby ring, where people were sending like basically um, their wives or whatever. I don't know. Women were coming from China mm-hmm. just to have their babies on American soil. Oh, okay. and they were running. So they basically are running like a hotel, like Chinese baby anchor baby ring here. Okay, so I should, I, I should have gone there and handed out my tutoring card. <laughs> or smart, that's what I would have done. Like, hey, tutoring, playing the long game. Yeah, tutoring. They go, 
you're Chinese. I'm sure your SAT, your kidneys SAT tutoring at one. <laughs> By the way, I would get so in trouble with Aiden for saying that joke. I recently, well, I the latest movie Aiden had to watch was Chinatown. Okay. Oh, this is I've, ne- oh, I've oh. never seen it. Okay, 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 okay. But 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 I forgot to ask you about this controversy, and then we got to go to the show. Okay. So with me, whenever I have to watch a movie that's really long, I watch it in like half hour to 45 minute chunks. Okay. Okay. Which isn't the most ideal option, but I can't take three hours of my day and watch fucking, uh, se- you know, Seven Samurai or whatever. Right. So, um, so what is, what is going on here? Okay. Anyway, um. I guess that's why I have to hide the Discord because I get distracted by the chat room. Lauren S right. is talking about a murder and I don't know what's going on. So uh Aiden was assigned Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh Chinatown's about a two hour movie. Okay. And ninety minutes in, he calls me. And he goes, Hey, I finished. And I go, no, Chinatown's like two hours. He goes, I watched it at one and a half speed. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank no, you. Thank no. you. Thank you. Absolutely not. Thank I you. listen to podcasts at one and a half, and there are times that I know that I'm missing nuances. Thank you. <laughs> a film where you're watching it and you're you're specifically trying to watch the director is telling you a story and they yes. are pacing it in a way. A good director is pacing it in a way that it is done on purpose and it is done intentionally yeah. you don't watch films on one and a half thank you and you don't watch films on one and a half and you don't watch films while you're driving yeah. to go get your hair piece fixed yeah. <laughs> Wait, does <laughs> adam burns do that adam burns says he does that all the time where he watches tv shows on his phone while he's driving oh my god oh my god all right well aiden's ar- well, here's the thing. aiden's argument to me was that i do the same thing when i watch it in like half hour 45 minute chunks which no I'm no not. b no I made the mistake of going first to Lori Roggenkamp, and Lori thought that was the greatest idea ever. And now she wants to learn. She wants to Aiden to try to do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, God. no, Aiden, if you, Aiden, if you hear this as someone who does love movies, even though I've never seen Chinatown or the seven samurai, um, be sure to watch movies at one speed. And, and, and just, even if you have to watch it, in the, like, I mean, justice league is coming out this week zack snyder's justice league on hbo max it's four hours there is no way i'm gonna sit for four hours and watch yeah. this movie but i'll watch it in you know when you when you think about like wandavision wandavision was really like one like six hour long movie mm-hmm. but they gave it to us in little chunks to yeah. make make it Thank more you. appealing so the and to, to finish the story in a button I, mm-hmm. he, he apologized apologized but he, he, said he understood now i explained it to him and he agreed to watch it again and I to okay. encourage him. I said, "Why don't you watch it with your roommate?" And he got offended because the roommate's Chinese. He thought I was asking him to watch it again because <laughs> it's called Chinatown. And I go, "No, it has nothing to do with that." I was going to say, "There are, are are there Chinese people in it?" I don't even know. All right. On that note, oh, I got to go back to Drag Race. Uh, can, can somebody go uh, get bring back my girls? 